Soften your senses. Ways to become a better speaker, listener, and follower. Today's episode brought to you by UEI Test Instruments. Take a look at all their products at ueitest.com. All right. Thank you all for joining us so much today. Today we're hanging out with my good friend, Louise Keller from UEI. Louise, hello. Thank you for having me, Clifton. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Louise, and how you got into the industry before we dive into today's topic. Well, you know, I've been fortunate enough. I've worked for UEI Test Instruments for almost the last eight years of my mm-hmm. life. It'll be eight years in July. I actually came from a very diverse background, retail, retail management, and optical right before I came to UEI. Mm-hmm. And this has been a great learning opportunity for me. I've had a, a history in my jobs of jumping into industries that I just didn't really know a whole lot about. <laughs> I love it. And so if you would have asked me about eight years ago, what a combustion analyzer did, what a meter did, a manometer, or any of those things, I would have, uh, my eyes kind of glazed over and I said, okay, I'll figure it out. And after going through a lot of training, a lot of research, a lot of, you know, just learning activities, being out in the field, getting to talk to everybody, I've gone from just being one of our customer service teams to being our national training manager for UEI Test Instruments. Okay, so at the national training level, I am sure you have encountered many different varieties of how to learn how to use tools, right? Absolutely. I mean, everybody has a little bit of a different learning style. So, you know, some people, you can just tell them something and they're going to remember it and they're going to be able to repeat it back and they're going to be able to provide that skill. Other people need a combination. They need something like they have to have the visual stimulation right. to be able to understand to interact it. with it. Exactly. And, you know, the most comprehensive is when you can have a mixture of being interactive, but also having the base knowledge. The fundamental stuff. Exactly. So when I do some of my training, you know, I do a lot on the dangers of carbon monoxide and right. combustion analyst, analyzation. The best classes are when I get to do something like go through our PowerPoint slides so you have the basics. Right, so you can see. You can see. But then when we get to go out into the lab and actually perform a combustion analysis. You get a touch. Exactly. because And you get a hear. Yes. All right, now I'm in. All right, because you know what? <laughs> I, I felt like it for me when I came to the industry, there were a lot of puzzle pieces. That's right. And they were all just scattered out there on the table, and you didn't know where the edges were. You couldn't find the middle. You couldn't. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, you start putting it together. And then one day, the pieces all just magically click for you. And it's that combination of having the audio, the visual, and being able to get out there and actually do it. Now, one thing that I, I personally, maybe it's just my own perception, but one thing that I see out in the industry is a a tendency for us not to be willing to accept new technologies very comfortably. And my personal opinion is that, you know, as we were, let's say we were growing up, we we were learning the industry and we were taught a certain particular way. And we connected to that learning because maybe it interacted to us all visually, physically, and audibly. And so we made a connection to that learning style. So even though technology is transitioning, maybe we are not comfortable teaching new technology because what resonated to us may resonate differently to a newer generation of technicians. Is that something you see on a national level? I do. And, you know, I think it's one of those things is that the next generation that's coming up, they grew up very differently than than what I did. Yeah. You know, uh, one of the, one of the things that I see a lot of times, um, 
is that we want to go back to the old technologies because they had the, the, fundamentals. the fundamentals. Right. At the end of the day, whether you're using something that has an analog gauge or you have something that's a digital gauge or a wireless gauge, mm-hmm. the numbers aren't going to change. No. It's just how you're looking at it. Yeah, exactly. And I think we need to change our perspective and maybe look a little bit to those future technologies. Um, you know, one of the examples that I, I like to use um, is that you don't need to know how to, an abacus works to be able to use a calculator. Oh, yeah, that's a great one. You know, yeah. it, a calculator works. You understand thing, but... the, pr- the principles right. of your addition, your math, um, your addition, subtraction, multiplication, mm-hmm. division. But how that calculator actually works, it's going to give you the same numbers at the end of the day. Exactly. So going back to learn that old technology just kind of seems like a little bit of spinning of the wheels. Right. So why not move to the newer technology? And the next thing is, is the new generation, the next generation that that we're teaching, that we're cultivating, everything's tied into smartphones right now. Yeah, absolutely. It's in some kind of digital technology. there's just no way around it. And I mean, I think we're all probably guilty of it. You know, we have our cell phones. We don't have to remember anybody's telephone numbers, right? Our phones do it for us. When's the last time we looked into an actual phone book? Do they still (laughs) even make those? I haven't seen one in a good while. (laughs) I mean, they make excellent doorstops, but why? I I could just Google Clifton if I wanted to, you know, find something on you. And it's the same information. It is. Yeah. So whether it's the same information, we're just digesting it a little, a little bit differently. differently. Yeah, you know, so true. And so I think it's an important part of what our future is going for. Mm. I don't need to know how a sling psychrometer actually works. Mm-hmm. I just need to know how, how wet bulb or dry bulb and all of that. We can show those older technologies after we've taught them what those meanings are. Right, but get those actual fundamentals down. Yeah, and I just I can't blame the next generation right now for not knowing some of those things because they've never seen them. Exactly. You know, I can tie that back into, you know, refrigerant charging. Um, can I teach somebody how to use a dial a charge to charge a refrigeration system? Yes, absolutely I can. Can I teach them how to use a set of digital scales and you know, pressures and temperatures to do the same charging? Absolutely. What am I teaching on? The things that are most relevant for the industry and the industry going forward. So it's just a different approach. And we try to help remove some of that stigma of new technologies uh, because we really do have to help our young technicians learn in an environment that is comfortable for them and the way that they can actually relate. Exactly. And I think, you know, the next generation, I think there's a, an opportunity for them to work so much more faster and efficiently with, right. with the new tools. Um, you know, and as technology changes, though, the, the reluctance to adapt new technology, if you think about the industry 20 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago, even right. three years ago, mm-hmm. the technology has changed on the equipment that contractors are having so to install. Yep. So you have to have the new technologies, the new test instruments to be able to really dial that in. Mm, exactly. You know, we think about, you know, the performance of a system. You know, can we measure superheat and subcooling with a mechanical set of gauges and some thermometers? Yes, absolutely. Can we measure superheat and subcooling with a digital set of tools? Yeah. And can I do it in a fraction of the time? I absolutely can. So we're not we're not teaching to unteach the fundamentals. We're just wanting to move the fundamentals into a modern technology. Exactly. And, you know, 
you've been in the industry. Uh, many of the people out here have been in the industry long enough that, you know, when we're talking about like refrigerants and things like that, there's the old ad- adage of, you know, when we were working on the refrigerant, if it was beer can cold, we were good to go, right? Like, you know exactly <laughs> oh what I'm gosh. talking about. Right. <laughs> can we use that, though, with the new refrigerants that are out there on the market? No. So why do we want to still use the same technology yeah. that we were using in those days when we're going out there to the job sites? Exactly. So, you know, change is here, change is coming. And I would say as an industry, we have been um, able to escape modernizing our education for quite a while because our technology hasn't really changed drastically. We look back at PSC motor-driven compressors ran off mechanical contacts. We've been using the technology for about 100 years. <laughs> so <laughs> the evolution of technology is here, and many of us have to learn new ways of delivering the content. We're not changing the content, the fundamentals. We're just learning to deliver them in a different manner. Exactly. And, you know, one of the things that we, we like to do at UEI Test Instruments is we, we like to listen mm. To, to what contractors, what's going on in right. the industry. Uh, one of the advantages that we have as being a manufacturer is just how much of that product that is designed and manufactured by us. Right. So as the technologies change, as we things change in the industry, because we have so much control over that with the design, with the engineering, and with the actual production of it, mm-hmm. we're able to keep our tools relevant to what's going forward in the future. Nice. And that's a big deal, is staying relevant. So we all have our own responsibility in keeping current with technology and trends in the industry and being willing to relook at the way we deliver our message can be a challenge, but it is absolutely necessary in an evolution of education. And I, I keep coming back to this. Um, you know, we are seeing an evolution of equipment, an evolution of refrigerants, but we haven't seen a whole lot of the evolution of our education. Yes, and I, I think that's why, one, everybody here is is here for HVAC excellence. Um, you know, it's certainly one of the reasons that I want to be here, not only just to be able to show the new product from UEI, but to actually be able to hear some of the stories and hear what's going on in the industry to make sure that, you know, everything is staying current and, you know, maybe get some new ideas. Exactly. And it fosters an environment that, you know, I get to work with some of some of the trade schools out there and then you hear best practices and then you get to share and it just grows and grows and grows exponentially because I we're on the path, but we're unfortunately very short staffed in the industry right now. I don't think that's news to anybody <laughs> no, right no, now that, you know, more guys are retiring out than, yeah. than able to come in and, you know, trying to figure out those recruitment strategies and everything like that. Being able to show new technology because honestly, next generation, if it's not on a phone, they don't know. No. And it's not their fault. No. That's, that's how they grew up. That's it's, how they grew up. It may not be how we grew up, but that is how they grew up. Mm-hmm. And that's what they connect with. Yeah. Visually. Exactly. Audibly and physically. Think about it. You you go to a restaurant with, with your parents when yeah. you were a kid, right? Yeah. You maybe got a coloring book and some crayons right. or you had something to, to occupy use. you, yeah. right? Go to a restaurant now. Kid Kids sitting there, what's the first thing that mom and dad does? Here's a phone. Yeah. Watch something. Here's play a game. Like, and so that's just how it's been integrated into their world. Right. 
And so we need to be able to keep up with that. And, you know, I think the industry is headed in a, a really good direction with that. Mm-hmm, but it's so. just being able to change our perspective in how we're teaching it. I had an, uh, an educator approach me and asked, how do I encourage my youngest, my freshest students coming into my program that this program is right for them? I said, well, I personally like to take a digital manifold, digital tools, digital anything that I have in the shop, walk over, show them, turn them it on, let them see what is interacting, and then explain to them that that is where they're going to end up after they've learned the fundamentals. Give them encouragement that the investment into the fundamental education will provide them the path to the technology that they are intrigued with. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a great way to start it. I'm also a big fan of working backwards. You know, going going with the Start all digital. fancy. Uh, yeah, just I, I'm you. a big fan of it. <laughs> I'm and glad you went backwards. there. <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna be honest. Like I think yeah. you know, as as an industry, show the kid the the technology on the phone that they can do it this way, and then explain what what the past had to offer. Yeah, exactly. You know, when when I talk about combustion analysis, you know, we have a digital combustion analyzer That's out right. there, right? So any of our C one sixty series, but when you look at them and you go through it. How many of you guys actually used a wet kit to do a combustion analysis? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So did you need to know how that wet kit operated before you used it? No. No. So why not start and then show and talk about all the poor, you know, things that you used to have to do and how far we've come as an industry. Exactly. Because I think sometimes when you start with the previous technology, it's a little overwhelming for for the students. Yeah. And so really working backwards seems to work well when I'm talking about it. Because right. if I, and again, sling psychrometers. Mm-hmm. Do I have to talk about and show you how to swing it around <laughs> to be able to to be able to read the, the relative humidity yeah, wet bulb exactly. and dry bulb? No. Right. But I can tell you the horror stories of what it was like to have to try to use that. Yeah, exactly. All right. I love it. So just new approaches for teaching the same fundamentals and being willing to look at a new generation of learners and trying to help engage them visually, audibly, and physically the same way we did learning in our own method that might be different. Exactly. Awesome. Thank you, Louise. Really appreciate your time. Thank you, Clifton. I really appreciate being here today. All right. Thank you.